You're listening to Vermont Edition. I'm Mary Angish. The name itself says it all. Vermont Relief Collective, with relief spelled R-E-L-E-A-F. And part of that acronym weaves together the four tenants of the statewide network created by and for Black, Indigenous, people of color in July of 2020 to advance racial equity in land, environment, agriculture, and foodways. Well, recently, I caught up with Wangane Hall, whose family business is called Global Village Foods, which is a VPR underwriter. And Wangane Hall is the entrepreneurship organizer for Vermont Relief. Welcome, Wangane. Thank you so much. It's uh, great to be here. So I want you to tell us more about yourself in just a second. But um, one of the four tenets that I just mentioned about Relief, I think it it might be a blind spot for folks who are white, and it's not as well known I think, and that's the the food ways. Um, can you kind of share the meaning behind that word first, um, in terms of how it's like really fundamental in creating BIPOC community? Yes, absolutely. So the important thing to know about BIPOC foodways and specifically Black foodways is that they come from the African diaspora and so much of the rich heritage of even American cuisine really comes from Black Southern cooking that stems from those African cooking traditions. And for me, it's personal. Um, I can share a little bit more about that. But uh, having grown up in a business that does this, um, those uh, Black and uh, diaspora cooking traditions are really important. Tell us more about yourself then, about being a Vermonter and growing up, and and tell us more about the business that you're in now. I am the director of marketing at Global Village Foods, but I'm also a second-generation entrepreneur. We're actually a family business, and what we make is allergy-friendly meals and samosas. You can find them in your local co-op. You can find them all across New England. Isomosas are uh, beloved by many people, hopefully listening today. Um, And our meals are in Whole Foods. Uh, So for us and for me in particular, it's been really, really important coming back to the family business. Um, I worked in corporate for a while, um, did all sorts of things. But uh, coming back to the family business to kind of take on that mantle of black entrepreneurship because the legacy of black entrepreneurship is so important. It really is about community building, about heritage, about generosity and celebration of culture. And um, I think it's one of the ways and one of the uh, one of the ways and one of the richness of um, kind of what black culture brings to entrepreneurship. In Vermont, especially, there are literally just a handful of BIPOC owned and black owned farms, right? There's Clemens Family Farm in Charlotte. There's like um, an organic creamery in Stratford. And there's Susu Community Farm, which is has to do a lot with Vermont Relief Collective and, and bringing that to life. I guess I want to just ask what the whole, the mission of Vermont Relief Collective is in regards to that. Is it helping Vermonters of color own farms and dairies and large operations, or is it more about smaller gardens and providing produce for farmers markets or for family or supplying a restaurant. Can you just talk more a little bit about the mission of Vermont Relief Collective? 
So I would say that the mission of Vermont Relief Collective is to create a space that's specifically for BIPOC people to celebrate our contributions and our involvement in the sectors of land, environment, agriculture, and food systems. And really it's about what our members want to bring to these spaces. Um, it's so authentic and it's so genuine. Our core tenants are amplifying uh, our own voices and experiences, sharing a platform to connect and develop our community, and then advocating for equitable opportunities and success in Vermont and beyond. And I would say that the really important thing about relief and kind of the perspective that we bring is that community gardens and kind of that like homegrown, that grassroots way of gardening, of farming, of building businesses is just as important and just as essential um, a way to come into farm and food as is your more commercial or more kind of industrial level ways of producing. And I think that so much of both the power of relief and the power of these amazing emergent BIPOC businesses is that we're starting to see a return to roots and a return to that like cultural wisdom and a return to the ways that we used to make and the ways that we used to make used to be in community. How did it begin? Can you talk a little bit about Olivia Pena and and their vision and and how Vermont Relief Collective came to life? Liv Pena created Vermont Relief Collective in July 2020. And really, it was just about creating a space that she wanted to see. It was about an authentic desire for community. Um, Her background is in uh, farm and food. And so she created uh, something that she wanted to see. And it resonated with so many people. And who is really filling a need that just, it did not exist exist at the time. I know for me, having grown up in Vermont, I did not think there were other BIPOC people here. I did not think there were other BIPOC people in farm and food, but she really just uh, created something really powerful and exciting that people could get behind. And uh, I'm grateful to her for that. Describe the need for Vermont Relief Collective. The need for Vermont Relief is twofold, in my opinion. Um, Visibility. I think it's really important to realize that there, first of all, there are BIPOC people in Vermont in farm and food. Um, I think so often it's easy to feel invisible or to be invisible because if you say Vermont, people think white. And I think that we're really changing the narrative and really saying like, look, we're here and this matters and here's why. Um, But I think the second is really just to create community. Um, Vermont Relief Collective is a BIPOC affinity space. It's BIPOC only. All of our members are BIPOC people. And to have more than 130 BIPOC people across Vermont who are creating these strides in farm and food is just so powerful because it really speaks to the the momentum and the generosity and the the power of creation um, of uh, BIPOC people. You touched on on that a little bit. For this sort of leads into my next question: a collective that is by BIPOC people for BIPOC people. I'm not so naive to think that this is shielding the organization from racial inequities, racial injustices still in Vermont. We know racism exists in Vermont, but can it in some way shield you? I think to be a BIPOC person, you're always navigating white spaces. You're swimming in white spaces. I think that, and I want to choose my words carefully here, I think that not necessarily that Vermont Relief shields you from what it is to be a BIPOC person, 
But Vermont Relief kind of gives you and gives us a space to process that experience and to hold space for what that is, to really be both honest, authentic, and to, again, have a little bit more generosity for the human component of what it's like to be a BIPOC person, to deal with microaggressions, to deal with the inequities, to have to kind of walk through a world that uh, was not created for you to survive or thrive. Um, But I think the kind of radical and fantastic um, space that Vermont Relief is it creates a space where, yes, you can acknowledge the microaggressions, you can acknowledge the challenges, you can acknowledge the struggles, but there's also so much space for liberation and joy and celebration and reclaiming both this land and reclaiming kind of the work that we're doing and the work uh, that is still to be done in land, farm, food, environment, foodways. And one last question. Um, What advice would you give to a young non-white person who's either moving to Vermont or already lives in the state and wants to make Vermont feel like home? I would say that it's really, really, really important to plug into a network, whether that's Vermont Relief Collective or your local NAACP, um, or it's just local people of color that you know, um, or uh, white allies that you know can kind of understand and really be empathetic to what you're going through. I think it's deeply important to get connected to just some ecosystems and spaces that can really help you thrive. Um, One last thing that I want to just kind of highlight for anybody listening in the audience uh, who is a BIPOC person considering uh, joining Relief or learning more about Relief um, is that kind of the programming and the pieces that we do um, are so diverse. We have no-cost community dinners, often featuring uh, food from our local BIPOC-owned food businesses. Um, We also do community potlucks, as well. We have agricultural workshops. There's also farmer and grower conversation spaces. There's farm and garden tours. There's outdoor activities like hiking, sailing, fishing, and camping. Um, We also, and this is my part uh, as the entrepreneurship organizer, uh, kind of provide resources for business technical assistance for our um, relief business owners. We also create anti-racist support and healing spaces that are BIPOC only. Um, And we have leadership and professional capacity building and cohorts, as well as community retreats. Now, these are all things that are in progress, all things that we're kind of co-creating, all things that we're doing in real time in a really powerful way. And uh, it's just really exciting to be a part of that process and to make this happen in Vermont um, and in a space that again, needs Vermont Relief Collective. Well, thank you so much, Wangane, for talking with us a little bit today about Vermont Relief Collective. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And that's it for today. Our show was directed by Jake Rusnock. Our production team includes managing producer Lydia Brown and producer Emily Aiken. We had production assistance from Kelly Delorier. I'm Mary Angish. Thanks for listening.